millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Did you ever think about becoming a, B- a GP, Max? No. <laughs> and that's all I'll say on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole sentence, yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm not joined by my normal co-host today. I'm joined by friend of the pod and, and frequent guest, uh, although it's been a while since you've been on. Mm. Hi, Connor. Hi, you. How, How are, are you? you? Yeah, very well. Connor and I are, are recording from my bedroom, actually. Mm-hmm. So the first time you've visited my bedroom, Connor, yes, I believe so. Yeah, so. but that's certainly what the records will hopefully, uh, state. Hopefully not, but you're having a very sort of censorious glance around. What's the most unusual thing in the bedroom? What's the first thing that sort of said, "Okay, I might want to get out of here"? Oh, I think I think the the bouquet of uh, Cadbury's uh, chocolates strapped to skewers, very sharp skewers, very sharp skewers. Um, Listeners, it literally is. It's a bouquet of twirls, whispers, and yellow snacks, sellotaped to skewers. We'll we'll take a picture and put it on the Instagram. Did yeah. you did you put a strong H into whisper there? Whisper. I may have. I may have. And uh, I may put some strong H's into other things over the course of the podcast. Um, <laughs> the uh, the listeners will no doubt have recognised the voice of another very frequent and beloved guest. Dr. Mags Carter. Welcome back, Mags. Hi, everybody. That's how she books her plane tickets as well. She makes sure the doctor yeah. gets in there, just in case. Just in case. Yeah. But that's that's how it comes back on you, though, because then they know. Then when someone has the heart attack on the plane, they know. Yeah. Yeah, the one time they called out at, like, uh, Singapore Changi or Kuala Lumpur or whatever, like, is Dr. Margaret Carter here available to discuss something at the boarding desk? I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I went up and they were just like, this family wants to sit together. Are you willing to sit on the other side of the aisle? I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
There's no need to use my title for this. Medically speaking, I suppose so, yes. <laughs> Medically speaking, that's fine. Mags, anything new since you were last on the show? Uh, Queen Elizabeth died. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that was pretty big news. We'll have to do an episode. <laughs> In my... Exactly. Was her death was she legitimate, legitimate like? like? Um, and uh, otherwise, yeah, no, um, not really. I'm Any um, weird... Um, I was going to say any weird injuries or illnesses come to you, but of course you're a pathologist, so you're mainly you're in, you're involved in labs. You don't see the people that much, do you? I don't see the people. I just see the bits. So mm. yeah. any good bits? Oh, always great collection of bits, but I obviously can't talk about them. Yeah. Right. Speaking of a great collection of bits, uh, it's time to <laughs> welcome in our producer Anya. Hi, Anya. Hello, Mags. I mean, we always. We always bring you on as a guest expert, I suppose, because you have a certain expertise in, obviously, medicine and, and also in stand-up comedy, a previous um, episode you did, which our listeners should go back to. You ultimately know what this episode is going to devolve into, don't you? Well, I, I guess people feel quite passionately about the natural stuff and remedies and cures and all that kind of stuff. And I'm obviously going to be the voice of the establishment, you know, poo-pooing things. Um, which is one of the reasons people often take natural remedies. Um, and, um, just... If Mags is here uh, as the voice of the establishment, is Connor here as some sort of alternative? Like, is there a side mm. to Connor we know nothing of that it's non-stop crystals yeah, and coffee and, enemas? Myself and King Charles share a lot in common. And uh, one of them is a strong love of uh, tinctures of various things. Mm. Yeah. So we are here to talk about alternative medicine. Um, Hugh, you looked very... So, sorry, I'm just doing some uh, mic adjustment here. Oh, sorry, I thought... It was like you were managing uh, Connor, like you were his translator at the UN. Or something. Yes. Stage managing him with a little hand on the shoulder, like uh, your Listen, excellency. I was just bringing Connor in towards the mic, shifting the mic towards... Yeah. This way, your excellency. Uh, Connor won't be answering any more questions today. <laughs> yeah. Well, lucky us. Uh, so by alternative medicines... We mean any of a range of medical therapies that are not regarded as orthodox by the medicine profession, such as herbalism, naturopathy, a lot of H's in there, uh, and crystal healing. Uh, So I think we're going to talk about all things from colonics, uh, coffee enemas, aura readings, and faith healing. Um, There's a lot to cover. Uh, I guess let's get into it with a quiz. Okay. I I don't have all the answers, but I hope you guys do. So uh, in... The so uh, there seems to be a phrase CAM therapies, which I think means complementary and alternative medicines. Um, So my understanding is complementary therapies are stuff that's done in conjunction with uh, actual, not to betray my opinion, actual medicine and uh, (laughs) uh, alternative ones are done as an alternative. So what was the in 2002, there was a study done on CAM therapies in the US. Obviously, it's a very old study. Uh, Which was the most commonly used one? Oh, you're not giving us a choice. Oh, presumably, is homeopathy too broad an answer, or mm. are you looking for something more specific? Like, is I'm looking for something. No, homeopathy, I would, I would accept, but it's, it's not. not, the it's, right not it's, it's not. Like, it. So, what else have we got? We've got like Reiki is in there. Is acupuncture? Oh. Uh, does that is that an alternative? Yeah, therapy acupuncture. Yeah. Oh yeah, acupuncture's got. Americans are mad for popular. chiropractors. Oh, that's true. They are. Well, my, my chiro, chiropractic chiro, practicing is <laughs> on the list. But you're nowhere near well, nowhere it. Nowhere near it, um, um, No. Aromatherapy? Massage? No. I need you to remember what country we're talking about. Uh, gun therapy. <laughs> oh, prayer. The use of legal marijuana. Prayer! Did you say prayer? Yeah, I said prayer. 
Yeah, it was prayer. Yeah. Oh, Power of prayer. Uh, the second then was herbalism, and that was followed then by various forms of meditation, then uh, chiropractors, then yoga, and then there was a variety of other things. Now, I'm sure in the, sorry, I could have probably found a more current study than one that was 20 years old. Uh, but yeah, prayer was much more No, I think, I think it's appropriate to the topic that mm. uh, we're out of touch. Yeah. So I'm going to give you three um, forms of alternative medicine, and I want you to tell me which one is, which one is, which is real and which is fake. So how many, how many are real and how many have you made up? Two are real, I've made up one. Okay. So in ancient Rome, people thought they could treat rabies by cutting the wound open and covering it with a slab of raw veal. And then they would encourage the person to eat a diet of lime and hog's fat while drinking wine and boiled badger dog. I mean, I like the sound of all of that. So Connor's, yes. Connor's stomach is rumbling. I was going to say, is that Noma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the 18 course tasting menu, Noma, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second one then was, so in the 1800s in... Britain, uh, it was suggested that you could treat asthma with a diet of boiled carrots, uh, where somebody would be made to only eat boiled carrots for a fortnight. Okay, I like that one for the fake one. Yeah, I've got for now, for now. It's but a bit I'm waiting. Boring though, isn't it? There's a kid okay. in school who just eats on occasion when she gets food from the from the canteen. She sometimes just gets a big plate of carrots. Other days, a big plate of broccoli. Like cooked or uncooked? Cooked, but just oh, that's the it's, worst. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So our last one during the Jacobin era, era, people believed sciatica could be treated could be treated by submerging somebody in a bath of boiled onions and giving them a concoction of pickled oysters and clams. And Maximilian Robespierre suffered from terrible sciatica and indulged in this treatment once a month. That's on you. That's got to be on you. It's it's Robespierre. Oh, yeah, grated over. Robes, you, okay, yeah, Robespierre. Yeah. Robespierre treating a sciatica with a French onion soup. <laughs> yeah. Human soup. Very transparent. And I was, I, you know what I took out? I was going to be like, and it was attributed to his bad moods and notorious temper. But, you know, his sciatica. Mm. Oh dear, Anya, it's just too good. You're too creative, you know. I know. So the the badger dung and and everything is is yeah. good to go. Uh, that that was Pliny the Elder uh, believed that's how you could treat how you could treat. So there was an awful lot of this cutting wounds open and bloodletting and that kind yeah. of thing. And then it was uh, the British evangelist John Wesley in his book Primitive Physic or an Easy and Natural Method of Curing Most Diseases catchy title uh, which he published in the in the late 1740s he suggested that you could uh, give somebody boiled carrots uh, for two weeks mags bloodletting and leeches and all that sort of stuff good good medicine well we do actually still use leeches um mm. for a very no. specific technique for very specific uses but um they, uh, the old-fashioned use of them was just pure bullshit, you know, if you're causing more harm than a good, obviously, by um, taking away some blood when somebody is sick. But um, in modern medicine, they are actually now used after certain operations for blood vessel congestion because they suck out uh, blood while having an anticoagulant in their saliva to keep the blood flowing. So they're very efficient at it. And they have, there are farms that do medical leeches that are, you know, not exposed to the outside. You know, they're just grown in, you know, clean water and stuff. And, and do the no leeches way. wear little scrubs? Yeah, leech, leeches, leeches went to Harvard. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, yeah, the leeches do, yeah. Four years undergraduate and then four years postgraduate. And then they wear little scrubs. And I always thought it was very kind of poetic and sad. But you put the little leech on and then it fills up with blood. And then when they're full, they fall off. And then they just get thrown in the sharp spin. Oh, no, really? 
What? Kind of like, you know, it's just, you know, a kind of fallen valor kind of thing. Yeah. Know, what a way to I go, suppose, I suppose it's, in a way, in a way it's analogous to the uh, non-hospital doctors negotiating for, or non-consultant hospital doctors negotiating for consulting contracts, you know? It's like the end of the day, you get to all the end of that training, you finally are applying it all, and then they just fuck you out. Yeah. Throw you in the sharp spin. Yeah. sharp spin, yeah. Yeah. Um, so our last question is, uh, can you tell me what these things are? What are poosh and goop? Hmm. They're poosh. celebrity wellness websites. Yeah. So goop is Gwyneth Paltrow. But I don't know yeah, what. Yeah, very good. Poosh. What's poosh? poosh? Is it a Kardashian? I, I will need the Kardashian, oh, as, as Jeremy Paxson it? would say. I'm going to have to push uh, you. Not uh, Chloe. Not. A Kardashian as opposed to a Jenner. Oh, is, yeah. it, is, is it Kim? Yeah. It's Kim. It's Courtney. Oh, it's Courtney. Courtney's lifestyle empire and uh, Dennis Collar, like I said, Goop yeah. is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, which, is she the Kardashian that you said would be very nice for me on a previous one? No. I don't. Oh, I think she would be your favourite Kardashian. Okay, good to know. I just like to know these things, you know, just... I mean, she's married to Travis Barker. Right. So He's I the don't... Robert De Niro character from Taxi Driver, is that right? No, he's the drummer drummer from uh, Blink-182. Oh, Travis Bickle. Uh, nice. I, I, I don't know that you're, you know, that sort of type of man. Yeah. But, uh, well, he, yeah. I mean, but, um, Hugh's face tattoos are just coming in now, so... Yeah. I mean, Connor can tell you, my bedroom is, like... It's not just the chocolate, it's you know, pretty, like... It's pretty rockstar up here. Yeah, there's a Build-A-Bear, there's a Dubray, there's a gift card for Dubray Bookshop to the value of €1.44. <laughs> That's actually true. It's actually true, it actually says. <laughs> it, uh, what are you going to do with that? I returned something and swapped it for another book. And uh, they said, oh, there's there's a there's a balance there. And I said, oh, it's fine, it's, it's a euro or something. And she said, if you don't mind, we're actually training in this new staff member, so we might actually go through and do it all. Now, in theory, I suppose I could have left and said, give it to someone else who, who's a euro short on their books. But I felt I, I felt I was there at that, by that stage I was involved, you know. So I now have a... Was it the Grafton Street one? No, it was Instant Organ. Ah, you know, it's a quieter one. You don't, you, you're, not, you're not fucking around with uh, trainees in a busy Grafton Street location wearing about 144 on a... No, on a, on no. A, that's where that's somebody's somebody has time to kill there. Uh, so I mean, guys, tell us, do you want tell to us about those your... websites. Is there anything interesting about Poofy and Goosh? Um, so probably unsurprisingly, they're largely to sell various things. So, um, just all sorts of wacky, like loosely health and they're fitness kind, related they're kind, of, they're kind of a sort of a much more glamorous and socially acceptable version of Alex Jones supplements business so I'm just looking here so on our website for $84 you could buy a pelvic clock exercise device pelvic um, device. you could buy a an acupuncture I don't know where these words fit into that yeah, sentence yeah can we roll back there who's doing the exercise a, a clock a pelvic clock like is, does it time you um, developed by a former Olympic rhythmic gymnastics coach, the pelvic clock is designed to help increase flexibility in the lumbar spine. You lie down with the pelvic clock under your sacrum, warm up your hips with some gentle stretches, then repeat a series of exercises with simple instructions based on the face of a clock, like rocking your hips from three o'clock to nine. You have to do it for six hours. There, <laughs> <laughs> Max, as a doctor, that's all I have to say. <laughs> question are we are we good with that are we pelvic clock go oh people can move their pelvises around all they want yeah that's mm. more a flexibility thing really isn't it i mean that's just a yeah i feel it's 
more lifestyle than medicine, is it? Yeah. Do you want to give your opening statements on alternative medicine? I mean, Connor's big into homeopathy, obviously, but Mags, as a as a medical doctor, I suppose, do you have any... Uh, do you have a starting position? Bearing in mind that we'll, we'll wend our way towards your closing position, which may be similar to your starting position. So, obviously, uh, nothing on this podcast constitutes medical advice, uh, but... Um, I just, my stance is that like there's science and there's not science and not science is worthless until it's science and if it turns out to be true then it will become science and uh, you know I just don't think that there is space for beliefs um, and all the rest of it in relation to claiming that something is or isn't medicine. Like if you believe that something works for you and it has a placebo effect and it makes you feel better, mm. go nuts. Just don't claim that that is science or it's a secret that big pharma are hiding from you as if they wouldn't capitalise on literally anything that possibly worked. <laughs> and I just think that like there's the, the, issue, the issue is there's loads of things that science doesn't know. So there are loads and loads of gaps in our knowledge. Like that mm. is an obvious issue. And I don't think there's any harm in trying to fill those gaps, but trying to claim that there's like a second mysterious type of science that exists just is just the height of like pure bullshit. Connor? You're going to push back there against science? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think, you know, nine to five workaday Connor would obviously present, um, you know, probably, probably sort of hove to, to Mags's belief, but uh, weekend Connor says, <laughs> let's go nuts for turmeric. I think the healing power of tomatoes is uh, equal to slash maybe even more powerful than your various chemo drugs. So and that's mm. and that's and I know and I know that in my soul, you know. Connor, it doesn't help that you're wearing a Patagonia fleece. Like, you do look like, and to paraphrase the thick of it, like the manager of an organic wine bar. <laughs> that's the dream. Um, uh, oh, no, I think I, I mean I think I think my prim- primary role here is to ask some extremely annoying and leading questions to Mags to just basically tear up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do wonder though, Mags, if if like. You know, I, I think, yeah, anyone anyone who knows you knows that you are an extremely rational person, um, and which I imagine is, uh, which is great, obviously. But I do wonder, are there, is there an, a statistically relevant number of doctors who are like, yeah, it's all nonsense, but then they get home and they're like, I might just try sniffing this candle, though, to cure my herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think many people would, I don't think many doctors would think that, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z is going to cure whatever real disease mm. that they know the etiology of. I mean, I'm sure there are loads of doctors who are taking this, that, and the other supplement for their kind of IBS symptoms or whatever mm. that, like, medicine doesn't really have an answer for. And, like, if medicine doesn't have an answer for something, like, sure, go nuts. Like, as long as it doesn't harm you, try whatever. It's just, it's more the muddying of the waters between, like, what is a fact and what isn't. Yeah, and, and I guess yeah. that's an interesting point as well where... <laughs> Yeah, like if 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 there's nothing else that medicine can do, or maybe you're at the in a particular stage of a disease that yeah your your medical options are limited, well then well then why not go for it? But I suppose then yeah, mm. there's the more no, let's replace medically advised treatment with. But I think you know, one of the things is I hadn't really occurred to me was I used to think oh well if you're having conventional treatment then you're supplementing with other things what's the harm mm. if it makes you feel good? But actually, some stuff could be working against your. Uh, there could be in, what's what's the word, Max? Co, int, co contra interactions. Yeah, so like so, you know, like say for example, aromatherapy. 
uh, whether it's pseudoscience or not, like some, uh, like, aren't there some oils, say, pregnant women can't use because, am I right? I'm not sure about like the ins and outs of them, but like there are there are natural they're not meant to remedies out, that Max. that turn up as um, <laughs> that turn up as toxins, you know, particularly liver toxins. So there's been numerous things over the years about different um, natural remedies bought online um, in a non-medical context that then turned out to cause liver failure, and there's various things. But like that's I think my big problem as well is the concept of natural, like you know. Uh, people think that because something is natural and the way marketing works is that like that's going to be like um a, a kind of like all good no negatives you know cure mm. whereas like something that's natural is just something that's riddled with impurities like people used to chew willow bark to get rid of headaches and then we realized that the active compound was aspirin and now you can get pure medical grade aspirin of a definite known dose you know we don't just sell big chunks of willow bark in or uh, digitalis and foxglove. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like loads of things are natural, you know, strychnine, arsenic, you know. And like the concept of something being natural, being good is just like pure marketing. You know, if there's an active compound in something, then with modern chemistry, we can isolate that and give a controlled dose and then test whether it works or not. You know, like that's science. Whereas like feeling that you're kind of not taking HRT and you're taking black cohosh or whatever, you know, there's lots of things that are in nature shop uh, or natural health remedy places and stuff that are full of impurities and different doses of things that aren't monitored or checked. And that doesn't mean that they're all good and have no side effects, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I think there's kind of been incredible marketing on the side of kind of wellness and natural remedies that like, you know, medicine is against nature and natural remedies are natural and therefore they can do no harm and like well actually you're right there's been an interesting kind of rebrand because natural stuff used to be quite like look at my hemp trousers and whereas now (laughs) you do have things i mean the trousers are great on you like we're all looking at them now and they're lovely i mean thank you i I, I love the low crop keep them on on you Pattern is very, I'd say, I suppose cultural appropriation would describe that, and the rest of what you're wearing, like it's very questionable, it's disrespectful to Native Americans, obviously. But uh, I have um, a lot of apologies to make after this. But I know I think that they, there's been a really effective kind of millennial branding of things like goop and poosh because it's kind of like it's not, it's like it's natural remedies for somebody who's not sleeping in a hostel bed. Yeah, you know Chinese medicine, which is obviously a, a, a big kind of um, rhino horn. Feature of a lot of this I think sort of rhino, thing rhino horn is very important to it. But I've so this obviously goes back. <laughs> this goes back. This goes back thousands of years. But did you know that in the fifties, the Chinese government sponsored the integration of Chinese and Western medicine? And in the great proletarian cultural revolution of the sixties, uh, they did a lot of promoting Chinese medicine as inexpensive and popular. And then in the seventies, when uh, relations chilled between the US and China, uh, Chinese medicine became very popular in the US. And actually, in nearly any supermarket or any shopping center in Ireland, you will see a Chinese medicine shop. They're very, very common. Has anyone ever anyone ever dabbled Chinese medicine? No, I don't. I I mean, other than it's it's often a it's often a, like a, a a factor in Australian border patrol or border force, where <laughs> various components. Can you do your impression, please? Sir, why did you pick all these mushrooms and not put it on the list? Um, <laughs> so you you how you how goddamn bags mushrooms? They only form asks you. Why well, mushrooms? It's well, a terrible accent. Why have you got weasels down your pants, mate? <laughs> <laughs> this man is trying to get into Australia. We believe he might be trying to work illegally, and he has four iguanas in his shoes. <laughs> so, have any of you ever dabbled in um, any of it yourselves, Max? Presumably, you haven't been using it to treat people, but have you? Uh, so, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I've. I've never been particularly athletic, 
and as a result um, what I've never I know it comes as a great surprise to you it's funny actually I was I was walk- walking through Trinity during the week and uh, there was a whole team of people coming off the uh, rugby pitch and over the studs were clattering on the footpath and I was like whoa flashbacks to flashbacks to secondary school I was like Jesus I haven't been in a location where there's like 30, 30 men with boots on yeah 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 that clattering but um I, I as a result, um, always believed that uh, physiotherapy uh, was quackery. <laughs> um, just because people, people would be like, people would be like, oh, I was a bit stiff, and then I went to the physio, and then blah blah. And I was like, doesn't really seem, doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot much for you, whatever. Until, till my hip was a bit dicky, and then uh, a wonderful woman in Klonski really just went at it for three or four sessions and de dicky the hip. Yeah. Would you not have got thirty men with boots to trample over you? Do you know what, actually, given the amount of pain I was in at one point, that I, that would have been an extremely attractive offer. Mm. Isn't it very sore, though, Connor? I've had physio on my hip as well. Yeah. And I, I, it, at times it was like being uh, pulverized. Was, so I, I, I was wondering, I was wondering, like, how she managed to get that amount of focus pressure in one place. I was like, are you are you using your knee? <laughs> I, like, well, I got, I got dry needling on my hip oh. slash lower back. Now, but that was done by a physio. So is that real? Um, it's beyond my area of expertise to comment. I mean, the obvious question would be kind of how could that possibly work? But um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a thing. And physio is obviously a real allied, uh, you know, uh, health profession. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's stuff like dry needling, cupping, various types of kind of fascial therapeutic injury and all the rest of it that I don't really understand or know anything about so I'll reserve yeah. comment on cupping, cupping was big with uh, Olympic swimmers wasn't it? A lot, a lot at the Olympics there used to be a lot of like Olympic swimmers that get up on the blocks and obviously it's one of the few disciplines where cups, you see yeah. you see their their, their skin <laughs> just covered in cups and you're like what? what's going on there now? So cup, cupping is basically reverse massage if you know what I mean No, cupping is just like pressure going down it's pressure it's like oh, it's, I know, I it's suppose, like yeah. a vacuum, is it? Yeah, sort of pulls it up. Yeah, oh, right, okay. Kind of therapeutic hicking. <laughs> <laughs> but is this like the TikTok that I regularly get served of the man that does like horse chiropractic, where he just grabs a horse's head and neck in his hands and then just literally like yanks, pulls, and yeah, exactly. And then like there's a loud like. <laughs> Like noise, and then like the horse is suddenly, suddenly like that's how that scene in The Godfather. I the horse dancing, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, are you just TikTok chiropractic? Chiropractic. Like, you're video. one, oh. you're one poor experience with a horse away from either getting kicked to death himself or accidentally garroting a horse. Anya, do you still watch chiropractors on online? Just clicking yeah. people in and out, yeah. Oh, I could watch it all day, every day. I love, um, and I, I've said this on the podcast on Magazine before. I one of my own personal hobbies is clicking my own hip. Um, because uh, if I get at a really good angle, I can. Oh, how do you, how do you click your hip? So lie in bed, yeah. right, uh, on your back, yeah, and then swing your right knee over so that you're like half your body is kind of twisted. Okay. So your 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 my 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 trunk is still flat in the bed, yeah, but my legs are like a pretzel, okay, and then. Then Does there's just this like grinding and then <laughs> I bet there is. No. <laughs> but like on well, this podcast is an audio experience, like surely you can go and record this sound for the listeners to edit yeah. it later. Get your hips up against the mic there. I'll try record the hip. The other thing is if you um if you if you got you can try this now at home, listeners, if you squeeze your um Buttocks. <laughs> I was going to say, finish that sentence. <laughs> finish that sentence. Uh, you can get a lovely crack in your co- coccyx. 
Cock, 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 I think it's kind of gone out of fashion here a bit, has it? I was talking to someone about it only the other day. They were saying they love it. But apparently it is. It has all, like the basis of it is so different to say something like physiotherapy because it has its basis in all sorts of um, quackery. Mm. What, yeah, what, what would, what, what, like what would, a, like just physically, what would a chiropractor do to you? Is it, is it that like kind of get you up on, on like do the, do the exercise where they stretch your back? That kind of thing. So chiropractory is based in this concept of adjustment and they have this idea that your um, joints are not in alignment and oh. that the alignment can be improved by cracking your bones around and um, hard again to understand what possible effects that could have um, but people love to hear bone cracking noises so I think uh, you know, it's a big industry. I'm just clicking my fingers. Like, what's happening there? But also, it has its roots, I think, in, or some of it does in bone setting, which I think back in the day would have been sort of a thing that somebody would do as a job. Wouldn't it be like I'm a bone setter? There's a thing called osteopath- osteopathy. Yeah, and... Sorry, osteopathy has its roots in bone setting. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're like, but even when I was a kid, there was a bone setter in Carlo that you were supposed to go to if you had a broken bone and stuff. And when I was a kid, I just accepted this stuff. I was like, all oh, right, there's conventional medicine. And there's also a man who does this in his um, extension of his bungalow. And, uh, yeah, like, there there has always, as long as people have broken bones, obviously, there's, you know, most of the bones broken in history were before the advent of the x-ray, etc. And there were loads of different traditional ways of splinting things and holding things. But, like, it's like cracking your knuckles and all that stuff. Like, you know, it's a satisfying noise. It doesn't obviously make any permanent difference to the alignment of your fingers. You know, mm. I, I, it's... it's Mags, and, and in fact everyone else, uh, you all avoided my question because you were no doubt hoping that I'd, I'd forget it, but unfortunately I did the edit. I, so. I, did, I did forget the question. I'm, I'm, I'm clicking my fingers, Mags. Oh, What's yeah. going on there? Explain that to me, doctor. Um, it's just the sound of your um, middle finger hitting the base of your thumb. Am I? I know it's not, what though, because it happens before I've got that. I think my fingers are breaking the speed of sound. <laughs> like a, like a bullwhip. <laughs> yes, like Is that on your Tinder bio? <laughs> oh my days well can I give you some other Irish cures mm. uh, the linen that was used to wrap a corpse was considered curative for toothaches oh yeah the ends of a candle that was used at wakes were saved for treating burns sheep droppings in, boiled in milk cure for whooping cough um, and uh, drinking milk that was boiled in onions uh, to cure a cold uh, give us some unreasonable stuff though won't you like these are all <laughs> uh, yeah uh, what about for thrush? You could drink the milk a, a weasel had drunk from. <laughs> you can. Ooh, you certainly that was a, can. That's a good one, isn't it? So is like that pants. why the weasels are down your pants, Mike? They, these concepts that like these are like perfectly reasonable, like equally valid alternative choices. Mm. I just find bizarre. Like I think there is just such a disrespect for science and the concept of expertise. Well, I did see a great quote uh, by a doctor that was any alternative cancer cure is bogus by definition because. Um, to paraphrase it, basically, because if something was in any way relevant, oncology would scrutinise it and it would become but that's it. very quickly. Like, I like, mean, if you think that medicine is a conspiracy, like, how could a conspiracy of that size sustain itself, populated entirely by people 
who, you know, 80 to 90% of whom got into the profession to help people. Like, how could you ever sustain a conspiracy to silence cures mm. for things? You know, like, I just, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. Mags, Mags on, a side, on a side mission, would you uh, join some sort of roving band to hunt out the 10 to 20% you think aren't in it to help people? Yeah, bounty hunt out the non altruists yeah. yeah. Mags is yeah, the dog, the big dog, <laughs> etc. Be like a bitch hunter in 30 rocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Or quack yeah. hunter. Quack, quack. <laughs> quack, quack, bitches. <laughs> Come here, little duckies. Yeah, I'd go around with like a little duck whistle. Anya, have you used... I think that's just going to call them to mate with you, Max. That's going to yeah, be a very yeah, dangerous yeah. thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's a honey trap. <laughs> <laughs> Anya, have you used alternative medicine? Oh, yeah. Load. You <laughs> must have. Hasn't is lying. Like there's all kinds of stuff. Like say massage. I mean, arguably, well, I don't know. But I mean, I think massage falls into like, oh, when it feels nice, and that's kind of the end game. But I guess there is an element. I mean, anyone who spent any amount of time in a in a beauticians or whatever, you know, you've you know, you've sipped the Kool Aid. You know, um, have I ever? I've taken Rescue Remedy. Mm. Uh, that's that's almost pure alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're relaxed. <laughs> Like, I remember before my leaving circle, like, just have a small shot of whiskey, basically. Yeah. Um, Very good. Like, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. You're at your most creative with a unit or two on board. That's the, that's the thing I always say about me, Connor. Mm. So I've had a few drinks. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I thought it was earlier. <laughs> um, have I anything else? Uh, I've never tried acupuncture, but I definitely would. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I guess... I think where it gets really dangerous is where, obviously, with the higher... Because the, I suppose one of the downsides is economic harm, even beyond mm. medical harm to somebody, that somebody could be essentially bankrupting themselves as mm. they roll. And apparently one feature of alternative medicine is that the placebo effect is the high that somebody gets from discovering something new and then it wears off and then they're chasing the next thing mm. to try to... Mm. Especially with, say, like um, uh, chronic illnesses or whatever, so something like IBS. But uh, the, the one of the things about faith healers say is I don't think they charge money. Which is interesting. But do they um, look for donations? That's true of everyone, yeah. I think like I think the economic side of it is really kind of grim and gross and probably the worst thing about it. There's an amazing book that Nigella Lawson's husband wrote when he was dying of head and neck cancer. Um called Snake Oil. Sorry, did you say head and neck cancer? Yeah. John Diamond, remember Pearl? No, 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 I know I do know that. Head and neck is the kind of universal like all the kind of um, holes of the head get the same kind of cancers more or less no apart from the really rare ones so the whole thing is called head and neck cancer and is there like leg and arm cancer basic, there is but they're not called that it's, a, it's Why not? just like for for pathology purposes it's treated as a region ankle and foot yeah yeah no, that's what I'm getting at because like all no. the other cancers are like cancers of like a bowel mm. or a limb whereas this is you know this is this is a bit like you being like nipple and armpit <laughs> exactly yeah yeah buttock and thigh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Punch aft, and aft, punch aft and jab cancer <laughs> chop and tail yeah, I'm yeah. glad we found some comedy anyway in that man's suffering <laughs> head, head and neck I mean that's a bit lazy Max yeah I mean <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you hear like you hear ear, eye, nose, and throat doctor. You're like, what? It sounds like a child's. Yeah, yeah. Which three will we? Which is. three will we cobble together? Today yeah. it's toes, 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 wrists, and tummy. Yeah, tomorrow it's the Royal Victorian Nicks. Toes, Wrists, and Tummy Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but like as 
Mo says in The Simpsons, I'm a, a doctor of the head holes. Like, you know, like, like your group. <laughs> wow, the old Crayola ablongata. What, what are the head holes? Nostrils, ears, mouth. Eyes? eyes? No. Eyes aren't holes. Your eyes aren't holes. Ah, they are if you push hard enough. <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, in a topographical sense, yes, you know, but no, not, they're not counted with the others. They're their own thing. So it's like, like really deep lakes. You're still like, they're, there's something already in them. What? It's not like a hole. Yeah, I suppose. The, I suppose the optic nerve is nessy then. Yeah. 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 Oh. I'm happy with that analogy. I think we couldn't be any clearer. <laughs> they can't. You can't. You can't get into the rest of the body via the eye. I suppose not easily. Anyway. You can. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah. you can get anywhere, sure, but yeah. like not as easily as through a mouth or ah, a nose. Well, Hugh, I think I think we'd find this pretty no. same result if I went out your mouth or your eye with an ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> or one of those skewers. Or one of those skewers. You take a take a whisper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just bite down hard on a whisper and discover. <laughs> How should you say whisper? Whisper. There's no H. Whisper. What's if you say? did that, you could say if you if you if you bent it too hard, and got a skewer injury. You could say that was a careless whisper. <laughs> <laughs> God, you know, Hugh, you're absolutely right. Now that a whisper, Neilane H. Owen. I think I've my entire life called them whispers. Yeah. I say whisper. I'm just yeah. looking up here. I mean, I've never thought about that before at all. <laughs> here, whisper, twirl, and snack cancer. <laughs> whisper, twirl, and snack cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Conor McAndrew of the Royal Society of uh, WSN. What was it? WST? WTS? Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, John Diamond, Mike's. Very sad. <laughs> yeah, so, but he wrote a great book about charlatans with um, kind of fake cancer cures called snake oil and other somethings it's like snake oil and other stories or something um and it was about all the stuff because he was writing a national newspaper column at the time and people were sending in millions of things to him like if you tried wheatgrass juice if you tried this if you tried that um and he was just appalled by the kind of moral standards of the people trying to sell him stuff i think what, what i do find fascinating Mags, it comes back to your point around um uh, making things more concentrate so that the active ingredient is the thing that you're actually ingesting and so on. But I do find it fascinating that y- you'd be like, well, actually, to get anywhere near the right amount of active ingredient, you'd have to eat like nine kilos of tomatoes uh, to achieve the same result as a single pill or whatever. If if there was yeah. something in, you know, like, like it's just mental that you'd be like, that's probably that's probably an unfair unfair phrasing. But like just you know the idea of having to drink all of that to achieve a very well, very homeopathic a... level of that's kind of an offshoot of kind of modern nutrition, which is this thing that like, oh, let food be thy medicine, which is, is kind of nonsense because say you have an iron deficiency, like the amount of spinach you would have, like, it's obviously much easier to take an iron yeah. supplement than mm. to try to consume kilos and yeah. kilos of spinach. <laughs> but also like iron tablets aren't very pleasant to take. Like they give you constipation. Oh. They give you uh, tarry black poops, you know. I'll stick to my pumpkin seeds. Tablets, I, wait, hang on. What, did you say tarry black poops? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Dario Black. Poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was a <laughs> or 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 that 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 like Tari is some sort of it's it's a it's a it's you know oh they're they're slow black poops they tarry a lot. Or is that like cryptic crossword? I think Tari means hungry, doesn't? Or no, Tari means wait. It sounds like a line for Shakespeare. Yeah. Tarry black poops. <laughs> tarry black poops. <laughs> Hamlet is waiting um, for us. <laughs> Terry, old black poops. <laughs> oh, oh, a Terry um, by any other name would smell as sweet. Terry black. Terry black poops. Yeah. 
<laughs> but that's one of the key things that people like about natural remedies compared to health, you know, uh, medicine is that like you know most natural remedies have minimal to no side effects because they're vanishing these they, tiny they doses of things of slash nothing to do with anything. Yeah. yeah, like so that's the kind of difference between a vitamin and uh, any random supplement is that vitamins have known effects and have known deficiencies. Mm. So if you t- if you don't have enough B twelve, like there's a known syndrome associated with that. Whereas, like, if you don't have enough echinacea, nothing, nothing happens. You know, like I think it, those, well, this is one of the things I remember. Um, in a, a former company I worked for, uh, had like fifteen or twenty years ago a contract to do medical health records. Um, in the UK, and uh, one of the biggest groups uh, within the industry that objected to it were GPs because they realised for the first time ever that their notes which were historically just for themselves, were suddenly now going to be cross-searchable by other members of the profession. (laughs) So I have long yearned for a particularly spiteful GP to release an anonymized version of their, like a diary of their notes of patients, just being like, she's back again, smells like fish, same complaint, still nonsense, vitamin D supplement prescribed. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I think actually there's very few. Um, I don't. I don't think doctors are out there writing spiteful notes. I think most people would feel that you're kind of taking your life in your hands. Um, so uh, by doing stuff like that, even if you wanted to, which I don't think most people do, but um, yeah, I think um, what pe- what doctors might have written about um, their opinions of complementary therapies and stuff might have been a bit spicy. So you know, yeah, probably for the best. Um, Hugh, have you ever tabled in? Oh, you've had dry needling. I've had dry needling. I've, I've, I've had some homeopathic tablets over the years. Those little sugar pills are yeah, delicious. Yeah, haven't. Yeah. Have you? Mm. Where, who gave you those? Well, you know, just like again, you try. Really robbing him of agency on you. Maybe he bought them himself. You, that's yeah. that. If if I did that, I feel you'd be like. Oh, oh, and, well, oh. no, I assume you do. I assume you've tried almost I everything. Know. Ho- no, homeopathy is a bridge too far for me now. I think aromatherapy is fine, but I wouldn't I wouldn't use... See, aromatherapy, I'd be like, oh, lavender is nice in your house, and it does create a relaxing atmosphere for sleep. But I wouldn't be like, and now I shall try it on my sciatica. Oh, the odd time now, I remember, you used to put the, a few few drops of, uh, yeah, eucalyptus oil on the... Was it eucalyptus? No, what was it? On the pillow. But that would help clear up the nose a bit at night. Eucalyptus yeah, does help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's definitely lavender does relax you, but I don't know if it actually does. I know I, I do think the best thing I got yeah. from the from the homeopathy uh, pills was just that they are little balls of sugar and they tasted delicious. Mm. Did Did you go to a homeopath? No, I don't think so. I think I was given. Yeah. Where some. did you source them? Well, you know, just lying around the house. I'd say. Oh, you yeah, know, okay. out in our in our um, in our wellness cabin. You yeah. know. Oh yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The lodge. Yeah. It's just the part of the commune where we used to go for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine people I know have these stories like that. Oh, I got homeopathic tablets for whatever. And then they say, but the gas thing is, it worked. And obviously that's not why it worked, but mm. I can understand how it does kind of perpetuate. Like, how many people do you know that went to Lourdes and came home saying that there were whatever... Well, you see, and that's it. And, and if you have a bump or a bruise or something and you take some arnica for it and your bump or bruise gets better... Now, okay, it was going to get better anyway, but, but that's a situation where, do you know what? If you're happy with that, and I think Mags would agree with this, if you're happy with that and it makes you feel better... Maybe Mags won't, but we'll see. <laughs> if you're happy with that and it makes you feel better, great... But don't necessarily go out proselytizing and urging people not to get bumps or bruises checked out properly. You yeah. know, I mean, I'd be I'd be a huge fan for the broad broad spectrum application of Benelin day and night for everyone's illnesses in general because <laughs> I just think it's magic. 
you know i remember i remember Here's what I I, you. like a, a cough yeah. bottle a good cough bottle now now i i, I was i was working with a a, a a pal and a colleague uh a million years ago and this is in a time before we maybe got a little bit better about just staying at home if we weren't feeling well and uh, he was really struggling through this like head cold and I was like here come here take one of these and it was a, a, a Benelin day at the day of Benelin day and night and he I don't think he'd ever had a pseudoephedrine derived product of any description before so like within like three minutes he was like breathing clearly and he just looked at me and he was like what is this rocket fuel you've given me <laughs> I was, I was he's like, now, uh, now full on meth head yeah, unfortunately, now, he now makes and sells biker meth. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Connor, did you tell us any any alternative therapies you've had? I don't. Honestly, I don't believe I've. I've certainly never actively sought one out. I've never had sugar pills like Hugh has oh. there. I've never had dry needling or cupping or any of that. Um, I've only ever had a massage in we forget. in a like a hotel spa context. Have you? Uh, have you? Yeah, yeah, I definitely have. What were you doing getting a massage? Enjoying life. I don't know. I can't. I just can't imagine you. I just never thought. Very you, interesting. I just never thought of you as like I'm down to the spa for my. Oh no, it's like minutes. rare, rare. But uh, the couple of times happened. I've had massages, I've always fallen asleep in the middle of it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I don't think. I think physio is the the most extreme thing I've ever dabbled in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't get sick. I don't see. I I don't get. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm very rarely poorly. See, I'm like that as well. Yeah. You know? He's a big, healthy boy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm robust. I got a terrible fright a minute ago where I was looking at the screen and Connor's head just came into my frame and I was like, it's in my room. <laughs> no one ever enters Hugh's bedroom. I, I, w- I would just like another quick tour of the bedroom there, Connor. If you have anything else you can point out to us, I think we're getting a rare glimpse behind the uh, the regimes. Uh, it's, like, it's like seeing inside North Korea. What's going on in there? We have some cold packs in the bedroom, just in case. I think I actually brought them because I got them from school for a school tour, but then they ended up in my bag and <laughs> found their way back to Hughes. Just a regular So you tradition. embezzled a load of cold packs right, from we crack school. One? Yeah, how do you... I, I've never cracked one. Okay, so we're going to live... I think you just... You crack it like, a, like, like, a, like that, a, like, or do you hit like, it? Or... I think so. You, you break it, don't you? Like a, a ghost stick. Oh, God, I don't... Oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, so Connor has dropped that down my spine, and oh, 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 after the initial uh, chill, it's it's quite pleasant, actually. Oh, oh my, it's cold, though, isn't it? Who would have, who'd have thought an ice pack? It's getting colder as well. Oh, yeah, okay. That's cool, isn't it? Mm. So we're on endo- endothermic here, are we? Endothermic, yeah. So how does that happen, Max? Oh, God, you'd have to bring me back to fifth-year chemistry to tell you. The two chemicals react that have been kept separate and then they create an endothermic reaction because they suck in energy. I mean, I did fifth-year chemistry, so... Yeah, only you explain it to us there. (laughs) So where does that heat go? The heat is being sucked into the, the reaction from the surroundings. That's what makes it feel cold. Mm. it's the opposite of an exothermic reaction yeah, I always felt more like comfortable with exothermic ones because I was like well we know what that is yeah you know where the energy is coming from but yeah it's that the bonds need extra energy or whatever yeah it should be noted that uh, if accidentally swallowed drink large amounts of water brackets not milk and contact your physician immediately why not milk why not milk 
Why not? It's because milk is disgusting. <laughs> do, you think, do, you really, do, you think, do you really think that? Do you think they swallow... Do you think they mean swallow the whole thing? Or cut it open? Uh, I would have a bit of milk with the, the odd time... The very odd time I have cereal out of milk with it. Otherwise, I never have milk. Anya used to claim that milk tastes too much like cows when she had gotten heavily vegetarian and moved over to oat milk. And since then has completely moved back to normal milk and doesn't seem to think it's too cowy anymore. Just want to say that. Well, I mean, you had that locked and loaded, Margaret. <laughs> Welcome back to settling scores. You brought up milk. Milk is, is a bit cowy. I like it, but it is a bit cowy. That's ah, it's not. It is. Let's be real. It's... It doesn't taste of cows. How could it taste of cows? As a product, it is disgusting. I mean, I like it, but it is, if you think about it for too long, it's grotesque. I, yeah, I just don't really get that. Like, it's like when people are like, oh, little little chicken periods, your eggs. I'm like, yeah, grand. Fine. Oh, Grand. people say that. Whatever. What's the problem? Oh, yeah. Is that a thing people say? Yeah. Now, yeah. I have to say, eggs, I do like eggs, but every so often, if you think, if you're looking at them for too long, they are a bit gross. I don't like when you get the little embryo in the egg, I'll be honest. Yeah. So I I, I have eaten, there's a, um, I don't remember, I think it's a Cambodian dish, um, which involves um, like fully fertilised eggs that are yeah, then cooked that's a no from me dog yeah i'm feeling a bit ropey and actually uh, I, I was I, I was i was out last night at something for dinner and on the way home i uh i just turned out the three of the four of us didn't feel well but nobody Ooh. brought it up so there was three people when we discussed it this morning oh, in name a and shame name all, and shame all on the verge of um vomiting and we dropped one of my friends off and i was Little. the last person's taxi and i and i was i was i was i'd say an hour's walk from home and i contemplated getting out of the taxi just and then tried to try no way for a little a little huey you know huey huey it's not me no 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 no, no, no. It's, i'm sorry it's a different group of people we, oh. we call uh we call uh you know, when I'm not there, that's what you call vomit. God, it's not actually named after you, but now that I think mm. of it. So, do you want to give your final judgments? Connor, do you think alternative medicine is legitimate like? No, no, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's absolute garbage. Um, and um, I think everyone just needs to have a more robust constitution, really. And I think um, <laughs> everyone's just, everyone's just a bit too coddled by snake oil salesmen and conmen. And that if you're... Mind is weak enough to need um, the soothings of a raving lunatic. Uh, then maybe we should just send you to the wood chipper along with the rest of them. You know. Well, <laughs> can't say it. What do you really think, Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wood chipper, very natural though. Very natural. You yeah. and the chips. Yeah, very yeah. natural. Um. Okay. So I'm just gonna go back to the the. I suppose what this podcast is about, and is it legitimate to like this? I'm going to say, right, that I think it is largely nonsense. Maybe all nonsense, although maybe some of it will be subsumed into some scientific something at some point. But I think in terms of, like, the way I would view people's faith as well, I think, like, you do you, you know, what works for you, great. And as long as you're just doing it in a way that works for you, doesn't have an impact on other people, and then... You're not out there trying to trying to sell your stuff too much to someone else. I think that's good. I think that's fine, you know? And if that's Arnica or if it's a god or if it's whatever else, I think I think go for it. Um, I do have a problem with, and I suppose I wouldn't have necessarily thought about the whole economic impact of the, the alternative medicine thing and how it, it might be destroying people. And so I think as a as a as an industry maybe and as a as a colder, more capitalist look at it. I think it's it's not a good thing, maybe. But you know what? 
just gonna say I'm I'm not gonna yuck someone else's yum, and despite what I do every week on this podcast, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say in its own in, in actually appropriately in small doses. Um, I think it can be a, a personal legitimate like. So that's what I'm gonna say. And Hugh, where can we check out your homeopathy Instagram page? Um, at midnight on nights with a full moon, um, under a hill. And it's it's Huey.ie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And each product is branded with um, a bespoke Huey labeling that's mm. blessed by a shaman. So we're it's a it's a one all draws. We head to uh, to the guest Max. As we head to scientist and medical doctor Max Carter. But for balance, she's been given the same the same vote. Maybe Max should have like a maybe this should be a handicap or something <laughs> on the score. So you're saying we give the expert. Lesser weight in the voting. Oh, like no, uh, like any like any good mainstream media channel, we get mags yeah. on and then immediately follow her with uh, yeah with David Quinn from the Ionian. Yeah, yeah, or or like or like the taxi driver that drove here, or that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, we're not ex- taking expense receipts for taxis. I just want to make that clear at this stage. So you'll have to make your own way home from legitimate likes HQ. So yeah, I think that um. There's kind of there's medicine and there's alternative and complementary therapies, and when an alternative or ter- complementary therapy has any proof that it works behind it, then it just becomes medicine. So the stuff that's left behind, I think, like it all you want, but um, don't try to you know I think it's legitimate to like it and use it for things that medicine can't solve and all the rest of it. Um, but just you know, fundamentally accept that um, you can't apply pseudoscience to something that has no proof behind it, and you know you can't pretend that it is medicine if it doesn't. If it's not proven to do anything. I must say, I'd go full Singapore and just outlaw it entirely, ban it, and then uh, imprison anyone that attempts to engage in it, and uh, just you know get my agenda across that way. Yeah. One now there are a couple of contingent vote. factors, obviously, on me achieving a Singapore level of control across. The island, but um, so Mags, your your verdict is, um, you know, the alternative stuff. Fine to like it; it's just not medicine. Is it a legitimate like? I think it sounds like it is, on her account. I think that would be the biggest shock we've had in the podcast, Mags. I think you can stick true to your guns and still vote it down. <laughs> I think you've been very, very uh, fair. So no one will yeah, hold it against no. you if you vote no. No, it's 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 not a legitimate like. Medicine is a legitimate like, and alternative medicine is not a legitimate okay. like. Okay, Anya, what way would you have voted? Not a legitimate like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, look, I mean, I think it's I great to be on the winning team. I must say. Yeah, do you know what? That there is to all... captain, arguably the winning team. I think I would. I think I think I would argue I... that. Yeah, I would argue that Connor's the captain. I think I think, I think that my persuasiveness yeah. and the cogency of my rhetoric. <laughs> was such that uh, that I think Connor. yeah absolutely absolutely and I'd just like to say that like any good leader I obviously took the advice of the experts mm. let it inform me <laughs> but also obviously like Tony Blair etc as I get older I you know tend to just also believe in my gut you know uh, you're the you're the Trump yeah. to Mags's Fauci yeah yeah exactly exactly or you know Mags is Mags is the Alistair Campbell and Anya's Anya's Scaramucci who's he the mooch the mooch <laughs> oh the mooch that'd be a great Third brand in the in po- the in the, scoop in the moon. Yeah. gloop. Who's Scaramucci? He was chief of staff. He was chief of for sta- chief of staff for like hot minute, hot minute. Oh, I thought it was like Pagliacci's clown or something. I thought it was like <laughs> Scaramucci. Well, of course, of course, 
that was presumably on your list of uh, alternative treatments, wasn't it? Laughter. Pagliacci's time. Laughter. Laughter. Laughter therapy is a thing. But I mean, this has basically been an hour and a half of laughter therapy. Nah. Oh. Laughter is very tiring, though. Certainly, but I'm Connor. Connor. Oh, listen! I burn myself out all the time. He brings himself I'm, to I'm tears. I'm powered. I'm powered entirely on them. Um, Mirth, laughter, and joy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, we're probably this podcast is probably holding Anya back from a session of the Alexander technique that she's supposed to be heading to. Yeah, what is the Alexander technique? It's not posture related. I don't know. I think it's do your posture. Right. I look these things up and then I try to forget them. The ear candling and all the rest of it. I just Sorry, try to ear candling. Yeah. Yeah. So is that like is that like the two Ronnies four candles joke or? candles. They're candles and ear candles. Is that what Michael mentioned on the episode a couple of weeks ago? He did mention deer candling recently, yeah. So hang on, is it ear candling or deer candling? <laughs> ear candling. Okay. Can't it be both? Yeah. It's where you melt a candle into your ear. If you get the ear of a deer and grab a candle. We've got a man trying to smuggle in some deer candles some d- into some deer New ears. South Wales. So you man aware- has just come back from Hong Kong. He's trying to smuggle these into Adelaide. So are you aware that you're not allowed to bring in deer remains into <laughs> New South Wales? <laughs> so yeah, like, Servine remains are not allowed in the state of Australia, in the state of Victoria. Yeah. yeah. This woman is trying to bring in 40 pounds of heroin in a in a in a pants. I don't know. She's disguised it as a cake. Yeah, this is woman a cake? has got a birthday no. cake for her niece's birthday, but it's actually 17 kilos of cocaine. What's her niece's name, Anya? Her niece's name is something Australian. Bindi. Shula, probably. Bindi. Bindi. <laughs> Dobbo. They got a couple, of, a couple of jaffles probably for her niece's birthday. <laughs> a couple of jaffles. I can't do it all the accent, but it's not going to stop me. <laughs> Yeah, you're like you're from you're from somewhere in Canada, but like one of your parents was Scottish. Yeah, yeah. Now, Connor, for a man who is veering off to South Africa quite frequently, you know, I don't know if you can be. Hey, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. When did this become the pot kettle black situation? I mean, this is, it's. I thought we could slag each other with impunity. That's the only. I signed a contract. I could come on here and I could come on here and be as thin skinned as I like. While also throwing as many stones as like I could. Peach. You really are the Trump. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Connor. Yeah. But yeah, um, um, in South Africa, you have much more clipped vowels. That'd be like, say, you try to bring in uh, Jesus names into Kip Town. Easy. Into, into Kip Town. I thought you, I thought you were saying put money into crypto. Um, no, into <laughs> say, you cannot bring in everyone into Jadisburg. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to, welcome to Johannesburg Airport. Oh, yeah. That's oh. what Nelson Mandela sounds like now. <laughs> no, I'm doing like an Afrikaans. Oh, um, are you? Are you? Are you though? I, I don't know what I'm doing. No, that's. <laughs> Mags, thanks for coming back on as uh, as as that our expert me. guest as always. I didn't ask you about too many of my own ailments, so I hope you're relieved. Yeah, I mean, happy happy to do that person to person. I noticed a second uh, chest hair actually the other day. So once, yeah, we're doubling up. Someone has a friend. Oh, Gerald isn't going to be alone anymore. 
Uh, Connor, thanks for... You only have two chesters. Yeah, I've only had one for years, but now it's only two. That's, why don't you just get rid of the one? Why do you keep it? I do know. When, I, when I'm when i shaving my face, I tend to, to nip it off all right, so... I'm still okay. feeling so queasy, and that did just make me get a bit... You were the funny. one who suggested shaving it, so I, yeah, I shaved my chest. I know, but then, then thinking of you doing it is Just use the back of the razor, you know? Um, slight cool pack, cool pack update. It's, uh... Just, just waning yeah Warm do you up. know what though i mean these are ones that we use in school and invariably the child has no real injury so you know a bit yeah. of an ice pack is just fine it's a homeopathic exactly. ice pack. in fact mags i think you'd approve just a bean bag. Mags, i think you'd approve of one <laughs> of the children who came up to me um recently when i was on yard i may have said this on the podcast before i don't know and, on yours, and she on came yours. up to me and she said mr o'connor mr o'connor sophia says she's hurt her leg I don't think she's telling the truth. <laughs> it's the kind of scepticism I teach. She reported it, and you know she reported it completely truthfully in the round. You know, she's like CNN. She reported and debunked. Yeah, yeah debunked. Yeah, yeah like, myth She's like Jake Tapper. Oh, Hugh O'Connor's yeah. Stasi, Stasi primary school. Connor, thanks for coming on as uh, Connor. Thanks for coming on as co-host, filling Will's chair. I got that amply, I'd say. Amply, you, you more than fill Will's chair. Do you know what? Will has never been mm. to my bedroom. So, are you going to leave now when we stop recording, or will you take the tour? Oh, God, I'm gone. You're gone? Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, no. Everything. Are you going to take a whisper with you? <laughs> whisper. Be careful of the skewer, Connor. Be careful of the skewer. Do you like the caramel version, which is the whisper gold? <laughs> yeah, gold. Pronounce gold like Ghana. <laughs> yeah, whisper gold. Gold. <laughs> Um, Anya thank you for producing as always you're welcome thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes we hope you enjoyed the podcast please let us know please let us know what other topics you would like us to do please get in touch with us on Instagram and on Twitter at Legitimate Likes please also tell someone about it tell your friends about it that's the best way of growing our podcast audience so please please let people know follow us subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts leave us reviews all the usual things that podcasts ask you to do and so, Mags, any uh, final natural treatment for our listeners as they finish off listening to us? What could they do? Dollop a honey in both eyes? All the face holes fill up with goo? <laughs> um, yeah, any of the, you're, if you put honey in any of the face holes, it shouldn't be too big of a problem. Yeah. Okay, listeners, we will see you next time. Goodbye! Goodbye! Bye! Goodbye! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.